You've tuned into episode four, series two of the All Things Mental Health podcast. I'm Aniska, and today's guest is Michael Priestley. Michael is a PhD student at the University of Durham. Michael explores how higher education affects student mental health and well-being, with a particular focus on assessments. Today, we'll be opening up a conversation around Michael's research on assessments. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. To give our listeners some context first, would you talk to us about the wider policy narrative assessments sit within? So I guess just to give some some kind of context to, to my research and where I'm coming from, um, I'm kind of interested in exploring what's sometimes called a, a whole university approach to student mental well-being. So looking at how we can coordinate different elements of the whole university environment that students inhabit uh, to support the well-being of all students um, and that there's there's quite a lot of evidence that um, we can from by supporting student well-being we can also support student learning and lots of other kind of beneficial outcomes within the university um, so as part of that I'm interested in exploring how we can uh, how we can support assessment to um, to be more um, yeah, more supportive of student well-being. Uh, assessments and exams are often identified as a particular stressor for students. Um, um, and I conducted some research with with some colleagues in which we were kind of exploring with students some of the reasons why and some of the reasons that they perceive assessments to be so um, so stressful. Um, and at the kind of heart of what we were finding was this this tension between challenge and threat, and that lots of um, assessment practices were kind of students were interpreting assessment and assessment grades and things as kind of a real existential threat, which I don't think is is kind of often acknowledged. That's particularly interesting also because you yourself have obviously very recently gone through a lot of those hurdles of assessment. So how have you found that experience and how that kind of firsthand experience really has made you, you know, has influenced your research? How is that sort of linked, really? Yeah, so uh, hugely. Uh, my experience of being at university has hugely shaped my kind of research interests around uh, student mental well-being, um, and particularly around assessment. So my um, my background is in education studies, um, and I became really interested in, um, yeah, from my own experience, but also from my experience of peers, like how, how assessment comes to form uh, such a significant stressor for students. And I think one of the things that I became interested in, and I, I guess almost slightly frustrated in, um, is, is how assessment can sometimes be a bit detached from some of the wider uh, university policies, structures and things, um, and the, some of the wider kind of social narratives um, that really emphasise uh, assessment and assessment results as kind of symbolic or indicative of somebody's uh, kind of worth or value. Um, and a lot of that becomes quite detached from how we actually understand the impact of assessment on student well-being. So uh, from from the research I was just referring to, it's it's kind of it's, in some senses, it's not hugely surprising that students might perceive um, assessment results as a, as a kind of existential threat or, or a threat to their sense of self um, in an uh, educational university system where we place so much emphasis on assessments as kind of indicating so much about the whole learning process and, and that individual. But the way in which assessments are sort of portrayed really in, in university structures, the way people interpret them and how the whole thing works as you go along, it's particularly interesting because a, long, a lot of the time, and it, this of course is not healthy at all, it gets measured against this kind of idea of self-worth really. And you are in fact, you know, you are this marker and this is, represents you. 
And I think this is a big issue because, of course, you go through so many different hurdles of your education experience. And this is why I'm particularly interested in having you on as well, is because with this podcast, it talks about mental health and young minds from schooling all the way up. And I think whilst it sits within the remit of higher education, it really does root itself right back down to this schooling issue. You know, this idea that actually it's not really about you working as or starting to nurture this idea of you being this all rounded person who, who can engage in different interests and different skills that aren't academic and assessments and your academic world is one aspect of these other things. And I think when people start to apply to universities and things like that, and if you hear the feedback a lot of the time from this, you realise a lot of it is one, of course, your academic potential and what you can do. But it's not just that. It's also these other things that you also do, which, you know, the university process really tries to sell that. And this idea you have to write this personal statement and you have to show these other interests that you have. So it's very surprising, really, that there is so much focus on this concept of assessments when really in the grand scheme of things, it's only part and parcel of a UCAS application or moving forward to the next element. There are other things which are also very vital too. Yeah, I totally agree. It's an excellent point you make about um, some of these issues around the, the wider structures of assessment come a lot earlier than universities. In some senses, the universities allow more opportunity perhaps for, for diversity in terms of different students' um, kind of skills and needs and things. I guess at, at school, there's, there's even more of an emphasis on, on grades and standardised assessment and comparison and um, the, the comparison of assessment results compared to the, the kind of the normal standard and things. Another thing that I'm kind of interested in is also just how people can can internalise some of that um, and actually Im, impose some of the um, some of the stress of assessments um, on themselves. So just for example, like in my first year of university, I got really stressed about my exams. In reality, um, they were quite low stakes in that I just had to um, I just had to pass a certain threshold to be able to remain on my course and it wasn't counted towards my degree. But it caused me a huge amount of stress and anxiety. And I, I think some of that was is just because the whole idea of assessment, I'd internalized this idea of assessment as being such a threat and um, so linked to so many different kind of emotional indicators of whether I belonged at the university I was at and, and lo- lots of things about myself. Um, that it just ended up having this huge emotional impact, even when in like in practice, uh, the actual it was it was like from an outsider, you could say that's quite a low stakes assessment, but um, yeah, caused quite a lot of stress. No, exactly. Yeah. And I know one aspect of your research is exploring the balancing act between practical and ideal assessment. Would you open this up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So this was this was something that we became really interested in and exploring in our in the research we conducted. So we we conducted some research with both students and staff, um, and it was particularly uh, uh, staff that were kind of raising this this tension between practical and ideal assessment, and and they were kind of suggesting that really. <laughs> Some of the things that they would like to do in terms of assessments, for example, like flexibility of choice over assessment types so that students could choose a type of assessment um, to be more responsive to their kind of academic skills um, and and needs. Um, they were kind of suggesting that given the like high number of students and stuff that they that they have on their courses and um, just the, the difficulty of kind of perhaps coordinating these different types of assessment or um, implementing uh, new and familiar types of assessment and having to produce kind of specific 
guidance and uh, assessment guidance and um, different criteria and things for different types of assessment to support different students through those different processes was actually quite challenging and difficult for them and could create some some additional problems so it was interesting to see that some of the some of the students um, kind of recommendations how they sat alongside uh, some of what the what the staff were saying and I think uh, an, another one was just uh, they kept coming up was about um, was kind of about fairness basically and and if you're if you allow um kind of for example flexibility around assessment times and, and types um, it becomes quite difficult to then compare how students are performing on kind of according to the different skills etc on on that module and what kind of other suggestions students basically make? students were were saying that they they feel like they get a bit over examined in terms of like closed book traditional um, time restricted examinations um, and and specifically kind of students on some um, like in some disciplines also raise like multiple choice questions and things and they felt like a lot of their assessment and therefore a lot of their kind of learning at university was dominated by these. I like specific examinations or sometimes assessments, depending slightly on the on the discipline. Um, and then students were kind of recommending alternative um, forms of assessment that might that might be more clearly aligned to their learning. Um, or so, for example, open book assessment came up a few times um, as uh, people were kind of pointing out that in in kind of a real world context actually it's a really important skill to be able to navigate lots of material that you've already looked at and pull it together to answer a question and actually being able to memorize and regurgitate information it isn't so helpful um and so yeah there was there was kind of recommendations of how we could kind of align assessment better to student learning and then students were, were kind of saying that if they felt that assessment was just more reflective of some of the actual processes of their of their learning and education, some of the skills involved in their discipline, they would feel less stressed or threatened by the assessment process because they could feel more confident that if they just gave it their shot, then um, they would get kind of graded appropriately. Whereas I think some of the some of the anxiety was kind of coming around. Um, there's a specific way of like doing an exam or doing an assignment to get the marks and I'm worried that like my knowledge or um won't necessarily be captured in this mark scheme and therefore um some of the the stress of that and there's a lot of detachment you can really see from their feedback between the educational sphere and then the working world and how really there isn't this idea of connection between the two and consequently you, you know you're meant to be at university to then help propel you to the next stage which what is what each element of education seems to be doing schooling to, to university and, and further on but it's not actually providing you with the toolkit to help you in situations like these students have really well pinpointed you know it's not giving you the skills to work out how to partake in a big research exercise and you know so consequently how useful is it to be able to be able to even you know potentially very well sit in a room and do an exam for a couple of hours even if that's something you end up scoring really highly in and manage to kind of hack the process of or navigate particularly well it's not something you have to always do again so but you lack the skills in a real setting so i think it's it's the fact that it's really seen in isolation and really you're not then helping with the next element which is 
really strange because the whole process of it is to then take you forward. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It was one of the things that came out in this research, but also um, just something I, I kind of reflect on from my own experiences around uh, is around kind of collaboration in uh, throughout university and, and students were kind of discussing the, the pros and cons of collaborative assessment staff as well about um, how working together in groups and kind of maybe specifically like group presentations or or teamwork problem solving activities uh, are like integral to most jobs that people are going to go into um, but actually we're not very good in universities and in, in actually developing assessment ways to develop and uh, kind of practice those skills um, and lots of our education at universities is still quite individualistic in terms of the individual as you say is perhaps quite uh, quite detached from any sort it's something that they conduct on their own um, whereas actually in the in the in a real world context um, lot, lots of the working environments that we're going to go into actually require lots of collaboration and I know from like my own experience of just um, from like as I've started my PhD I've just found more and more the the advantages of, of collaboration but actually felt that I'm really ill prepared for it because that's just not something that my my undergraduate kind of degree had really supported. I think also it's, it's this fact that in certain institutions or even certain departments within certain institutions might particularly do it very well but then again, not every department is doing it like that or across the board, that's not the case. But in these kind of microcosms, really, you can see the influence and impact it's, it's really having. I found that in my undergraduate because we had different forms of assessment going along. And I think the one of the best aspects of it was this, actually this collaborative module that you had that was all about teamwork and you had to design and curate this exhibition together. And, you know, you all got like this mark that was, you know, that reflected the whole team, which was very good because it really made you collaborate very well and really work together in this very nice, cohesive, creative way. And then you got examined like that. So I think that was a great, you know, if anything, that was one of the most fundamental skills I gained from that undergraduate experience, because that's something that will definitely come up in that kind of similar way in a um, normal working environment. But then along with that, you'd have, you know, coursework and, and extensive research with that and normal forms of examination and open book. And I think one thing I knew I, I, I spoke to you about this once before, about what's quite good about that, if it's different elements of assessment, whatever particular strength you may have, hopefully you can fit into at least one of those. So you get one, you get the chance to develop different skills across the board, but also it means that it's accommodating different needs and different, it's understanding that not everybody is gonna fit in the same box of, you know, bog standard traditional assessment of sitting in a hall. Yeah, completely, I completely agree. Um, one, one of the things that we, we just, we kept coming back to was just this balancing act of different things. So um, I, I I totally agree like there's there's a need and assessment to be responsive to individual needs and acknowledge that people learn in different ways and will reflect their learning in different ways and will be stronger at different things and we need to develop an education um or a form of assessment that kind of respects and acknowledges the different skill sets that people bring and show in their subject um i think just um the the other thing that we encountered in our research and i've come across a few times in the literature is just with any assessment the importance of really making it clear what the um, expectations are um, and i think that's sometimes where um where some of the tensions can arise perhaps is that that staff um, feel like 
they they try to respond to some of these like for example they they try to provide like a group collaborative um assess like assessment project and students hate it because then because it's unfamiliar they're not sure what's expected of them what's expected of the group or um other forms of assessment that they're less familiar with and then staff feel like oh well it's just easier to to just do an to just do a normal assignment kind of thing um i think it's yeah just in any kind of assessment in in uh, in considering both learning and well-being um just being really clear about what the expectations are um is is really important so i'm sure you must have similar things as well when it you know from the beginning of a module for example the assessment will be in week five or whatever and then it'll get to week five and they'll just sort of mention it at the end of that seminar but oh by the way you all know that the questions have been released if you have any questions you know let me know but they haven't really broken it down and really it should be taken as seriously as any subtopic that you would focus on where you just sit there and really just hammer home what is going on what is it asking of you um and i think this is this is the issue there's not there's not always very much transparency like you said so from the different research you've undertaken i know that you've gathered from staff that some of the best assessment practices they would like to implement are not possible with the, within the current structures of universities. But what can be changed and perhaps reconsidered, do you think, within the current system that we do have? I, I think there's kind of two two dimensions here. I think there's there's uh, there's kind of some structural change around how we can conduct assessment. I also think we need to think carefully about a cultural change across universities um, and perhaps the, the emphasis that we place on assessment and thinking about um, some of our some of our the ways that we talk about and value assessment and the stress and pressures that that can put on people uh, i think yeah i i recently saw some um or, or read some research about uh, how we could develop a, a, com a more compassionate caring university culture and i think that's something that would just be really important to encourage students to be more mindful of self-care um and also kind of yeah more cooperative and caring for each other um and perhaps putting less emphasis because some of this as i've said some of the stress that comes from assessment is is kind of psychologically driven that's perhaps rooted in the in the academic culture um in, in terms of the uh in terms of what can be done in the existing structures that we have um i it, it's it's difficult because i i accept that the, there's some practical limitations um i'm a, a big fan of kind of student co-creation and co-production um, and kind of working with students to identify um, within a kind of specific context um, a, a type of assessment that's going to work best for them. Um, now, obviously, that does create some practical challenges um, and additional work, but I, I do think that's also beneficial um, to to kind of work with student groups that you are that on the module that you're doing um, to to kind of work with them about how they should be assessed. Thinking about kind of assessments, I think. Um, universities could get better at providing more support around academic skills. So I think this is kind of coming back to what you what you say. It's kind of like we're still at a stage where we give students the the knowledge and then assume that the assessment will reflect that. And actually, I've heard loads and loads of students say that they would really appreciate a lot more guidance around what's expected around academic writing and the the skills and things required for the assessment type. Um, so I think there needs to be um, 
yeah, there needs to be a few things. There needs to be cultural change across the whole university, and I would argue across the whole of society around how we value and talk about assessment. Um, there needs to be some some thought around how we kind of the, the type of assessment that we're using and how we're creating that. And I think developing that with students is a really beneficial way of ensuring that we have those expectations aligned. Um, and then uh, I think perhaps also just fairly obvious things, but like the like timings of assessments uh, could could be much better. Um, we, we we still tend to have like or, or work on the basis of like exam periods and assessment times where we have lots of assessments all grouped together. Um, and I'm I'm not sure how how healthy that is um, in terms of the, the the kind of the way of thinking about learning that it promotes and it can yeah it can promote some real kind of uh, stressful environment around those times. And I think there's ways around how universities embed and structure their assessments within their program that to perhaps be a little bit more kind of manageable and spaced out and things like that. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us and it's great to hear about the different things that perhaps could be taken forward, how universities could try and reform the way in which they do assessments from this concept of listening with other students as well, that feedback as well, that regularity of feedback from your cohorts, how effective have things been, how effective have they not been, and with the hope of you know, improving the next year too. And like we said, this more rounded idea of you know who, what, who the student really is and how, you know, the skill sets to take forward that don't just kind of keep you refined within this remit of the educational sphere, actually useful things that you can take with you moving Moving forwards. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.